Welcome to the Wild Heart Podcast. I'm your host, Bethany Edge, and today is part one of a series on spiritual hygiene. We're going to discuss visualizing a complete life. Thank you for joining me for another episode. This podcast is about discussing strong emotions and how to cope with them. As a highly sensitive person myself, I understand how overwhelming life can feel. Emotions are stronger and deeper for some people, and navigating them is not always intuitive. My hope is to inspire you from one sensitive person to another to embrace your feelings and work through them with confidence. I was recently inspired by a quote I found on Instagram. And unfortunately, I didn't save it and I can't find it again. But to paraphrase, it said, you wouldn't leave the house without caring for your physical hygiene. So why would you leave without caring for your spiritual hygiene? And this rang true to me and it really inspired me to reflect on this concept of spiritual hygiene. I'm going to define spiritual hygiene as all of the things we do to take care of our mental, emotional, and spiritual as in religious health. So basically what we do to nurture our spirits in contrast to nourishing our bodies. I for one have to admit that I am not great at taking care of my spiritual hygiene. I'm one of those super focused personality types. When I wake up in the morning, my mind immediately begins racing through so many different thoughts. Not to mention, I have a one-year-old who wakes up just full speed, ready to play, ready to go, and a puppy who is the same. My day begins the moment I wake up, and it's just full speed. And then because I'm one of those people who is super focused and likes doing something like stimulating myself in my mind and and just craves engagement constantly, I get to the end of the day and I feel really wound up still. I usually end my days feeling stressed and wired and overstimulated and then I can't fall asleep. I struggle to fall asleep because my mind is still racing. This is not healthy, but it's a really tough cycle to break. Maybe you can relate to this in your life, that feeling of just going and going and going, of just running on adrenaline, running on, maybe you drink caffeine, you know, actual stimulants, and not taking a break, not taking care of your spiritual hygiene. I know that I need to take better care of my spiritual hygiene. So this is why I really wanted to do a series on it to just start this conversation and share some of my thoughts with you on how to better care for our spiritual hygiene. To expand on the original quote, personal and spiritual hygiene are not just limited to the effort we put in to making ourselves presentable before we leave the house. When it comes to physical hygiene, we wash our hands several times a day. We check our hair and makeup in the mirrors. We reapply deodorant, change outfits after a messy activity. It's something we're constantly keeping up throughout the day. And I think spiritual hygiene is like this too. It's something you have to check in throughout the day. So in this series, I'm going to discuss today living a complete life, which is the goal of spiritual hygiene. And then For the next three episodes, we're going to talk about different things we can do throughout the day to help improve our spiritual hygiene. 
I've started this journey to improving my spiritual hygiene by taking some time to think about my ideal life. And in the past, when I've asked myself this question, I've created really long to-do lists for myself. I want to achieve X. I want to have Y. I want to stop doing Z. And it's served as a really discouraging reminder of all the things I'm not, all the things I don't have, and how far away I am from this dream life. And yes, it's good to have specific goals. The SMART goals method is an extremely practical way to set goals and make things happen in your life. If you don't know what a SMART goal is, it's, um, it's goals that are specific, measurable, achievable. What does the R stand for? And I don't know what the R stands for, and I'm sensitive. This is a practical way to set goals and make things happen in your life. But when it comes to thinking about you know, the life that you ultimately want to live, I don't feel it's as effective. First, because for me at least, it makes me feel like I can't enjoy my life until I've massively changed it. I can't enjoy my life until I have the perfect family. I can't enjoy my life until I have the perfect house or perfect career or have become the perfect person. And those things take time time they take investing in and and they're a process to create now in some situations it may be true you may need to massively change your life to be happy i know there have been times in my life where i seriously needed to clean up my act i was doing a lot of things that were just i knew were wrong and were very much keeping me from being happy but for the most part I think that this is the exception. I think that many of us will have these times in our lives where we've just really strayed from what we know we should be doing. But for the most part, we're all, you know, we're all doing a pretty good job. We're all really trying our hardest and trying to be good people. Second, many of the things that end up on this dream life list aren't for me. They're for other people. As a people pleaser, this one is so hard to let go of. I've always been really motivated by what others, namely authority figures, think of me. And this has been something that really drives a lot of the choices I've made in my life. I hate to say it, but of all the characters on the TV show The Office, I probably relate the most to Dwight, which is a little embarrassing. I don't always care what my peers think about me, but I really care what my boss or whoever I look up to at that moment thinks about me. And will achieving all of these things and impressing them or impressing the people around me, or maybe you're the more traditional type of people pleaser where you just want everyone around you to be peaceful and not upset, will that make me happy? Will that make us happy? And maybe, but probably not. Because what I'm searching for is not something that can be measured by accomplishment or possessions or even relationships. At its core, what I want in my dream life is a feeling. It's a state of being, a deep contentment and inner peace. Are you searching for this too? I want you to take a moment to imagine what your ideal state of being feels like. I don't know about you, but every time I do this exercise, I can feel that the peace and joy I seek are already within me, and I just have to bring them to the surface. In my ideal state of being, I feel confident in myself and in my faith. I feel empowered to face 
all of my trials and difficulties with grace. I'm in control of myself, but I've let go of trying to control things outside of me. I feel calm and peaceful, but happy and lighthearted. I feel complete. I feel that my life is complete and there is balance in all things. There's nothing that's not a part of it. There's still difficult moments. There's still sadness. There's still trials. But I am completely confident in my ability to face all of them with grace and to maintain the peace in my heart that I crave. Last November, I turned 25 and I set the goal for myself in my 25th year of life to find greater inner peace because that's just something I've never really had as a person. I'm such a focused person and I've always had lots of grit and ambition and determination and courage and those are great qualities and those are things that I like about myself but they do not lend themselves to peace and it can be really draining to feel those things all the time. I just have such a rebel heart but sometimes I really need to feel peace. Your ideal state of being or your complete state of being, your complete life is going to look different from anyone else's because you are your own unique person. You have your own unique qualities that are strengths and need balancing. Maybe you're the complete opposite of me. You're someone who really is naturally very calm and very peaceful, but you're craving more excitement in your life and you're craving more adventure and enthusiasm. Maybe you're a combination of those two things already and you're just looking for a way to be contributing to the world and feeling like you're making a difference. The things that complete us are going to vary. One thing is universal though, it takes effort to get there. And we can't reach our ideal state of being without taking care of our spiritual hygiene. Even when we reach our ideal states of being, spiritual hygiene is required to maintain it. I'm sure all of us can think of times in our lives when we were really happy and times when we weren't. What made the difference? When I think about my life, I can see that overall my happiest times were the times where I was putting the most into my spiritual hygiene. I want to take a moment to talk about control. There is so much in life that we can't control. Now, I'm a little bit of a control freak myself. I like to be in control. And I'm realizing all of the ways that this affects my life. What I'm finding about myself is that I usually try to control the world around me instead of trying to control myself. But that's not how life works. I can't control the things outside of me. I can only control myself. For example, I've just really struggled to keep the house clean the last couple weeks. And I was just thinking to myself, wow, the house is out of control. And then I realized how ridiculous that is because the house is an inanimate object. It cannot be in control or out of control. I'm out of control of myself. I don't have control of my motivation or my discipline or my routines or anything like that. And I'm the one who's not making this happen. Over the last week, I've been taking moments to focus on the way I want to feel, right? About my complete life, what that feels like. And to find that feeling within me. And I especially try to do this when I begin feeling out of control. This exercise has brought a lot more peace into my life. In the morning, when we go through our physical hygiene routine for the day and get ready, 
Most of us have an image in mind. There's usually a look we're going for that makes us feel more us. And similar, our complete life is the image we're going through it for. It's the goal of our spiritual hygiene routine. I'm going to challenge you this week to focus on your complete life, on that complete feeling that you already have within yourself, you just need to bring to the surface. In quiet moments, whether you feel out of control or calm, take a deep breath and find that within you and bring it into your heart and into your mind. For a long time, I have been a believer that the person that we want to be are the people that we want to be, the people that God wants us to be, are already within us. And our goal in this life is to unlock that and bring it to the surface. We are all full of so much goodness and potential. You can live a complete life and feel complete regardless of your circumstances. Thank you for listening to another episode. Today we discussed spiritual hygiene and visualizing our complete life. Up next week is part two of our spiritual hygiene series. We're going to discuss morning rhythms to start the day. So I hope you will join me for that. I think it's going to be a really great episode. If you're enjoying this podcast, please subscribe and leave a review. It would help me out a lot. Until next time, I'm your host, Bethany Edge, and you're listening to the Wild Heart Podcast.